Hey y'all, hey, hello, hello. So this podcast is for women leaders who work within male-dominated industries, which is almost every industry. Listen, I am your host, Jacqueline Twilly, best-selling author and president at ZeroGap.co. This podcast is where we talk about tools, tips, and strategies to enter the next phase of winning season. And I truly believe that winning season means it gets to be better and better and better and better. So many times working as a woman in a male-dominated industry, we get taught survival tactics. But guess what? It's time to thrive. So pull up your earbuds, grab a notebook, because we dropped the gems on this podcast, and let's dive in. Hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? What's up? I am so thrilled to talk to you all again, and I just have to say that I love when you hear this podcast and you take action and you put it to work in your life and then y'all send me these stories of it worked Jacqueline. My DMs were blowing up and they often are from your messages but it just makes me so happy to hear how y'all go out there and crush it. So winning season community keep doing this keep taking these strategies these tips these tools these stories of inspiration from our guests apply it to your life so that you can also experience winning season and when you experience winning season it's not just for us to keep to ourselves let's not be selfish y'all go out there and share it with your friends share it with co-workers past co-workers people that you know who are also looking to expand in their life to do more to be more to fulfill their potential to add value to those around you and to embrace their value that's what we're talking about today so everyone has been buzzing about shonda rhimes and she left over some disneyland movie tickets well that's not as simple as you think. It's not as simple as these headlines are saying. I've been studying Shonda Rhimes for quite a while now. I am so impressed by her ability to know her worth and the value that she adds. So we're gonna talk about Shonda Rhimes today. Now there is an old episode, I'm gonna link it into the show notes, I did maybe a year or two ago about my favorite quotes from Shonda. That episode is titled, know your words like Shonda Rhimes and what a great time to bring that back up because what she did was she showed us a big flex move I'm gonna break it all down grab a notebook you definitely want to share this with your friends because when it comes to women in leadership especially women in male-dominated industries you got to know the value you add you have to be confident in that and you have to have a strategy And so I'm going to break down what we know from Shonda's most recent story of her leaving ABC and going to Netflix. I'm going to break down what I see as some of her strategic moves. I hope y'all ready. I'm so excited because I love Shonda Rhimes. In my head, she's like an auntie. And if anyone out there is listening to this and you know her, can y'all set up a Zoom? I mean, would love to meet her in person, but COVID. So if somebody can set up a Zoom with me and Miss Shonda, I would love to chat with her. Shonda Rhimes is ready to own her. Please. 
and the game-changing showrunner on leaving ABC, quote-unquote culture shock, at Netflix and overcoming her fears. That's the headline of the Hollywood story of which, if you haven't seen Miss Shonda Rhimes on the Hollywood magazine, y'all, it's everything. Check it out online. It's going to give you lots of vibes. So the reason why I read this headline is because I've looked at a lot of different sources to get information for this episode. This one had the most. It was such a lengthy, juicy article. And the reason why I analyzed and I studied Shonda and women like Shonda who are leading in male-dominated industries is so that our community can have context on how to make power moves and really break down some of the decisions. So this strategic breakdown of Shonda Rhimes leaving ABC and going to Netflix, it's not going to focus on the Disneyland ticket. I know that's the T. Everybody's talking about that. I want to get a little bit more strategic. So I got a lot of notes here. Let's dive into it. First things first, it's been about three years since Shonda made the announcement about going to Netflix. And what I thought of instantly when I said, man, three years already, of course, we know 2020 has been so quick and fast, but also life happens fast. And when I'm working with women and they're ready for a career transition, logically, they know that it takes time. But it's something in them that makes them impatient and makes them want to have it right away. And I'll tell you that working with women leaders and with career transitions and business deals over the years that almost, well, not almost, every single person who was impatient at one point has come back to me and said, Jacqueline, it was worth the wait. It was worth it for this right opportunity. Timing matters, y'all. So... Shonda is finally speaking after three years. She had a lot to say. One of the big things that I noticed right out of the gate from all of the stories is that she was responsible for more than two billion, yes, billion with the B, dollars in what she was generating for Disney. And she was reportedly making tens of millions of dollars herself. But she still had a lot of issues with ABC. And that goes to underscore strategy number one of knowing your value. She knew exactly what she was bringing to Disney, which is the parent company of ABC, for those of you who do not know. So when it comes to knowing your value, a lot of people say they can't quantify it. And it might be challenging up front to quantify it, but you can always do a little bit of digging. You can get creative. You're going to have to stretch sometimes beyond your skill set if you can't quantify your work because when a company hires for a certain position, they're hiring to fill a gap, to solve a problem that they have, to meet a need or a demand. And that is always tied to a dollar amount. So I often hear people say, well, my job isn't in sales, therefore I can't quantify the value that I add. And I challenge people to really, let's get into the nuts and bolts of it and figure out how we can quantify that because there's always a way. With her generating $2 billion, $2 billion in revenue for uh, Disney, one of the big things is that she still had some issues with them. 
and there was still some strain. And when we are in roles of high power, high visibility, high authority, we sometimes think, well, I don't want to deal with the BS. I want everything to be rainbows and sunflowers all the time. It isn't the case always. And so when Shonda was expressing that she had a lot going on, she felt strained and torn in many ways. She put up with things until she couldn't anymore. And a lot of us do that. When I talk about in the latte method inside of my book, Don't Leave Money on the Table, I very clearly state you have to know your walkaway point. And a lot of people will think, oh, I have a good thing here. I'm comfortable here. I'm making tens of millions of dollars here. I'll just stay put. Shonda, on the other hand, has taught us, nah, I know my value. I'm, I'm making tens of millions, but you're making billions. Let's level this playing field here. And so that brings me to final straws in your walkaway points. When, and it's reported in the story that she wanted an extra ticket to Disneyland as part of her contract. She got so many tickets. She needed an extra ticket because some of them weren't transferable. Anywho, they told her, well, you have enough already. And I don't know how much the tickets cost, maybe like a hundred or so dollars. They definitely could have given it to her given how much she generates. But as women in male-dominated industries, what you'll know is that when you are comfortable with your power and you use your voice and you speak up and you ask for things, sometimes you will get pushback. And at a certain level, you have to know which battles you're going to pick or fight. There's some type of terminology like that about knowing which battles to fight. Anyway, this was the final straw because it was already strained for a woman who's generating $2 billion for a company and she can't get a ticket to the theme park for her kids. That says a lot. So let's fast forward to what happened next. That was a tipping point. The catalyst for Shonda to get on the phone and tell her team, find me another deal. I want to take my skills, my talents, my value elsewhere. So our next strategic move for winning season that Shonda taught us is you have to have a power team. She is dynamic. She is strategic. She is creative. And even with that, she still relies on an amazing team. So she had her attorneys and the people who represent her go out and engage in conversations, which brought her to a conversation with Netflix. So when it comes to a power team, let me give you a couple of things that we learned from Shonda. Her folks were very well connected. They're very competent and they were able to move with a level of professionalism where they did what they had to do and it didn't get leaked early. And now how does that translate for us who are not in high visible roles where we're not worried about information getting leaked out early? Shonda has relationships and that's the core thing about having a power team of having relationships with people that you trust and people who understand your vision and who understand you. So at this level, winning season community, I want you to keep in mind that as you're building relationships with both men and women in your network, you want to be associating with the people who share your values of honesty, integrity, 
uh, who support and appreciate the value each other add. Now, those things, they are something we hear about really often, but you know the people in your life that you trust who you can share something with, you can share it with them in confidence, they'll go to bat for you. Think about the people you hire to support you in different areas of your life. Those are more the people you want to surround yourself with, especially as you advance in your leadership. So Shonda gave us that power team strategic move. Now, one of the things I noticed from these stories, and this is a major strategic move here, and it's something I want y'all to write down. Don't skip over this part. Shonda, when she met with Netflix for the first time, the co-founder, she was very clear on what she wanted. And when I work with women, that's the first thing we do in the Resilient Leaders Program is we get clear on what they want. Now, we're going to be relaunching the Resilient Leaders Program here in a few months, and we have an even greater focus on getting clear on what you want, because this is the number one strategic move that you have to, even beyond knowing your value, you've got to know what you want. If you don't have a vision for yourself, you're going to be spinning your wheels and you will not get anywhere. So Shonda knew what she wanted. But also, in addition to that, she knew what she didn't want. And as a result of that, she was able to structure her deal with Netflix that gave her the ability to shift an entire industry. Think about women in male-dominated industries. You don't often hear of the woman in that industry being able to shift the dynamic. It's reported that after Shonda made the announcement that she was leaving ABC for Netflix, she thought she was going to get a lot of calls of people saying, are you crazy? Did you lose your mind? What's going on? But guess what happened? Other people from other networks started leaving as well. And people started calling her and saying, hey, should I go to Netflix too? Should I follow your lead? And that's something significant of a woman knowing her value owning her power and knowing what she brings to the table that when she decides to make a career shift that it changes the entire industry can we just marinate on that for a second she changed an entire industry y'all if you haven't read shonda's book the year of yes i highly recommend it you need to check that out now, it's reported that Netflix courted Shonda for many months. We don't know what other organizations she was in talks with. But here's the next lesson that she gave us. Deals take time, so don't rush it. Take the appropriate amount of time to vet, to look at all the, the details so that you can make the best decision. In the latte framework that I teach, I tell you that you have to look at the details because information is power. The more you know, the better informed decisions you'll be able to make, period, point blank. And because Shonda took her time with this deal and her team took their time, they were able to get something that she felt confident with because she had the information necessary. Now, we are going to move to the next thing. I know this episode is going a little bit longer than my normal episodes, but Shonda just dropped so many gems on us. We have to take all of this in, all of these strategic lessons and moves. Now that she is at Netflix, she has very openly talked about adjusting to the new culture. And it's reported that this deal is a, I think they said, 
Let me find the number because I don't want to misquote here. But I think her deal with Netflix is $300 million? Yes. I'm just kind of going back through my, yes, $300 million. So she went from uh, tens of millions of dollars to $300 million. Y'all, that's a flex. That's a power move. That is something that has to be applauded. I had to look that number up because I wanted to make sure it was right. So even though she's making all of this money, most of us, when we make a little bit of change, let's say we hit our first six figures, um, you're making your the first time you're making two hundred thousand dollars, or the first time you're making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, you might be hesitant to speak up and push back because you're thinking, "Oh, I'm so grateful, I'm so excited, I've never made this much money," and so you don't push back. It's safe to say Shonda wasn't making three hundred million before, but even though this is more money than what she's ever made before, she knows her value so much so that she still pushes back at Netflix. She still uses her voice and her power to communicate what she needs to make shows successful and what she needs for her team. Her company, Shondaland, has over 50 employees. And if you check out their website, they've expanded. Shonda teaches a masterclass. Her company has podcasts. Their portfolio is really vast. And if any woman who's in a male-dominated industry is going to lead and be a game changer, you've got to be comfortable using your voice no matter how much money you're getting paid. And Shonda is exemplifying that in her current role. Now, the last strategic lesson that she gave us with this move from ABC to Netflix is this. She was she was afraid. She had some fear. But she felt the fear and she moved forward anyway. Now, if someone who is ex- successful as Shonda, I think she reaches over 250 countries with her shows. Um, her Grey's Anatomy show is the most streamed show on Netflix. She has this vast catalog, this very strong record of success, and she still feels fearful sometimes. So for all of you who are out there who let imposter syndrome take over, guess what? You can feel the fear and you can do it anyway. And that's another lesson that Shonda taught us. Y'all, the gems that she gave us are so phenomenal. This is probably one of my favorite episodes because I love Shonda Rhimes. I love how she leads in a traditionally male-dominated industry, but I love the power moves that she makes. And I admire that she is a woman who is able to shift an entire industry of how business is done because of her confidence and her ability in her surrounding herself with amazing people who help and support her vision. So that's it for today. Until next time, continue to emulate excellence and eliminate excuses. So what did you think about today's episode? Come join us in the free and private Facebook group winning season where we continue the discussion about these podcast episodes. And I would be remiss if I did not give a shout out to Zero Gap. Now, yes, Zero Gap is a company that I am president of, but we would not have this podcast if it were not for Zero Gap. So shout out to the ZeroGap.co team. Thank you for all that you do to make the winning season podcast possible.